mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 331 of There's No Place I Terra Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. And today we are watching SG Universe. Yes. Season 1. Yes. Episode Lucky 13. Uh-huh. Faith. Yeah. A.K.A. How to Birth Your Own Cult Leader. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> My A.K.A. was basically the plot line from Contact. Oh. I mean, it's not, but it kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, the overarching conversations yeah. kind of are. That's fair. Yeah. It's I'll the most it. Carl Sagan y episode of Stargate we've had. This is pretty great. This is one of my favorites for certain. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. This, this concept of faith and like turning it on its ear, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm hmm. Oh, let's get into it. How was your week? How was your week? My week. It was... Weeks, maybe? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I don't know how many people listened to the Tangent Cast. That was... We were coherent-ish. Mostly. Um, we if, kept it short. Listen, if you if you skip that, I would say, hey, just go watch Dungeons & Dragons yeah. on our Among Thieves. It's because great. it doesn't matter if you don't know anything about Dungeons & Dragons. It's one of the best true. action comedies that has been out in many a year, I think. Honestly, yeah. It fills that Marvel hole that is kind of... That's a weird thing it, to Well, say. it has more... It legit has more comedy than the most Marvel films. It does. But it's like that uh, that action comedy, like yeah. ragtag team of people coming uh-huh. together thing. 100%. Yeah. It's, it's doing good. it well. Um, so we won't go on more on about that. <laughs> Fair. Um, the one thing I will go on about, however... do is I am very glad it came out in time for me to gush about it with my whole heart and soul. We thought it was going to come out Saturday morning at the panel because Star Wars Celebration is going on in London. However, it came out on a Friday morning and I was walking the dog as I get the, 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 text message from my brother going it's out and i'm like dog you gotta poop faster go evacuate those bowels because i need to watch this as many times as i can before i have to leave for work how many times did you watch it i watched it three times at home and i could have watched it a fifth time except i had to go upstairs and change into my ahsoka tano t-shirt and ahsoka tano earrings and i got my ahsoka tano ring as well respectable to watch the teaser trailer for ahsoka um, the first time it's not a long trailer. It's a teaser. No, trailer. it's really not. Yeah. Uh, the first time I watched it, I don't think I heard many of the words because I was screaming at random times as people like Sabine Wren pop up with that cool ass hair. Harrison Dula pop up. Chopper pop up. Fucking Grand Admiral Thrawn pop up. <laughs> a little hologram of Ezra Bridger pop up. Um. And then they even to the point of Ahsoka utters the line, heir to the Empire. And I went, ah. <laughs> I know what that means, sort of. I don't actually know. I if, don't know for those of you who don't know, uh, heir to the Empire is the first, it's sort of the trilogy is known by that. But the first book is called Heir to the Empire of um, the trilogy in the early 90s of what is now Star Wars Legends. Mm-hmm. And it is 
widely considered like the best of the Star Wars novels, and it is what introduced Grydamo Thrawn. Nice. There is also in this book like a uh, a clone of Luke Skywalker. He fights <laughs> like Luke Skywalker fights his clone. That's cool. Um, and you know, cloning kind of similar to you know some other plot lines going on in Star Wars shows right <laughs> so now. Weird. Um, I there is so much in the series already from the teaser trailer. I have so many questions. Um, it looks like we might be going to the world between worlds again, which I know I introduced Grace to yes. some of the key Ahsoka episodes. But I have not introduced her yet to the world between worlds, and I will be before the series comes. It's gonna in happen. August. It'll happen because those are touchstone episodes um i kind of prefer watching it this way you've ruined me forever now and i'm never gonna watch them the normal way i only want to watch them with mixy commentary because it's way more fun well you saw the moments that um these this is like this is a spoiler for a show that's been out for years upon end but you saw the moment where ahsoka and vader meet yep and so World Between Worlds episodes kind of ties into that as a season Jeez. or two later. Um, I'm really excited for Ahsoka. Uh, it makes me want to finish my Ahsoka cosplay. Um, I regularly wear my Ahsoka pants to work on Fridays. Important. Um, I have my hand-stitched Ahsoka top. Next thing to work on is the belt and the overvest. And I have the shoes. I do have the shoes. The uh, split-toe shoes. Oh, yeah, shoes. you do have the shoes. And eventually I do have a pattern to make a headpiece as well. Sounds like you're going to have to wear that on premiere day. I don't know if it'll be done on premiere day, but I'm going to wear as much as I can on premiere day. Done. Yeah. Done. Um, Basically that, I think in my head, even if I did things earlier in the week, I don't remember them. Nothing else exists. Nothing else exists after I saw the Ahsoka trailer because I've been waiting for it. I did. However, we did start a rewatch of Rebels already. Nice. Um, I am watching Yellow Jacket still. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Um, I will be dressing up as Shauna. Okay. As adult Shauna. Cool. For Halloween. Awesome. Um, this bitch is crazy. I love crazy bitches. Um, it's just weird right now. I don't know where it's going to go. Um, Elijah Wood's character was introduced this last week. Okay, good to know. Yeah. It's a very Elijah Wood character. I like it. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, I he, get it. Also, once he, what, a, what a smart dude. He did Lord of the Rings, made all the money he needs, and yep. from then forward, he was like, I'm just going to make whatever weird shit I want. Listen, I love that in the best way. Um, Because what's his flight? I just blanked his name. But okay. Ron Weasley kind of oh, did yeah, the same yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, it's, yeah. But it's fun and fucking weird. Um, we're also still watching Perry Mason. It's a good time to be watching TV, I think. I haven't even gotten more than 10 minutes into the second episode of the first season. It's thick. It's not a light show. It's not. And I think that's part of it. Speaking of crazy shit, the one other thing that cannot be overshadowed. Mm. There's two episodes left of Picard. Oh. And like, what I'm, here's, here is how good this, this season is. Is I want to watch it with you and Jesse. Okay. We will definitely be able to do that. I want to do like, like, you know, 
we come over for D&D early or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or we stay and we watch an episode. It is so... It is so good. It is... There's just the right amount of tingles and feels and happiness. And I'm kind of glad that they didn't bring everyone together in the first season. They let like the first is two seasons Is this the official be. last season? Do we know? From what they say. Okay. Oh, gotcha. From what they say. Gotcha, gotcha. But I think it's also one of those where if you ask any of the cast members, they're like, let's just keep doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, they say this is the end. They also said this was they the say. end. At the, you know, all good things. They also said it was the end of the last movie and et cetera, et cetera. Good to know. I mean, they can continue on with some more like DS9 or Voyager shows. They can just mix all the casting just out. Just make more, more space Just shows. give more Star Trek because the more I'm watching this and Strange New World starts up again, the more I think I've said before I realize that Star Trek is my home. We, well, I guess we're going to have to do a Star Trek watch. We can pick out some specific ones. I don't know if we need to do like a full series. No, I think I think I think we've got some specials ahead of us. But we could definitely do some dude, I could bring you through my best episodes of DS9. My Ooh. brain, the gears are turning. Here's what happened, Ooh. guys. Oh, oh, another cool thing happened yeah. this week. Yeah. Um, and this is more Nixie's world, but I got to do something really cool. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I'm so really excited. Um, I got to see a launch from like yards away yeah like real close <laughs> um if you ever get the opportunity to see a space launch up close i realize how privileged this sounds yeah i realize it i have some very cool friends um who happen to have very cool jobs because they're very smart and so they're able to get us into things i don't know how much i'm allowed to say although every time they tell me something they're like none of this is confidential <laughs> you I, i'm not gonna get in trouble for saying just this say that you have friends they work who at work, work. yeah who work <laughs> In the space program. They work in the space program on space things. They build levers for astronauts to pull. Exactly. <laughs> they, they literally. And they are able to get you to not public viewing. It was very cool. Um, they called my husband and I, and I feel like you guys know me by now. I am a homebody. I don't do things. <laughs> this is the year of me doing things. Yeah. There'll be more on that later. Um, and they called. They're like, hey, what time are you guys usually in bed by? And we're like. <laughs> early like don't 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 ask don't, that don't question. Ask question i'm not in my jammies with my face washed and in <laughs> bed by 8 30 shut up <laughs> but uh they're like can you guys do a midnight launch i was like fuck it we're doing a midnight yeah. launch so we got to see a space launch i may have cried a little um dude i have <laughs> seen launches from orlando and cried yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's very, very cool. Um, the thing that was most surprising to me, I don't know how to explain this. This isn't a, I don't mean this as a, as a derogatory thing. Mm -hmm. When you're that close, you can hear it. Yeah. And you can hear her rattle and creak mm -hmm. like it's a fucking train going yeah. through the mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have to... It's a reminder of how practical, yeah. like the effects are of a space launch. A thousand for lack percent. Of a better word. Yeah, a thousand percent. They're practical effects. Yeah, and, and you're hearing it, and it's like whistling, and it's like chugga 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 chugga. Like she's <laughs> fucking doing work to do yeah, this. Yeah, man, it is. It takes a lot of energy to break the binds of Earth's orbit. It just, yeah, and it just makes it so 
it just makes you feel so much more mortal. Yeah. And at the same time go, look at us little humans just throwing things into space. No, In no. a way that I had never unlocked before. Now, take your brain for a second, okay? Uh-huh. Take in what you felt and you saw and everything there. And then imagine you're in the 60s. And yeah. no one had been sitting on top of one of those before. Yeah. And then holy you shit. strap your ass to the top of that Little bitch, tiny human butt. And then you ride that. Yeah. It was, <laughs> I'd, I'd never been able to connect it to humanity this way. Mm-hmm. And I think I finally understand. And I feel like this is the right place to share this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what we watch is fantasy and it's fake, but yeah. it doesn't doesn't mean it will be forever. No, nah, we're about to say, they just announced four people yeah. who are going to be hurtling their asses towards the moon again. Yeah. It's just fucking sick. It's just... You know, we think of like now how we just kind of we we travel the oceans like it's no big deal. Once about a time, people were like, that's fucking nuts. There be krakens out there. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. 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 Next year, we're going to send hopefully next year. It might be pushed. Hopefully the end next year. We're going to be sending four people, including the first woman, the Uh first Canadian, the first person of color, hurling their ass towards that moon. They don't get to land there yet. We're sending diversity. They get to go see the dark side of the moon again. All types of humans. April 16th, 2010. (laughs) We're so close to being right on. We're so close. (laughs) Written by Dennis McGrath, uh, directed by William Waring. Again, if you like this episode, I don't know how many times I've recommended it at this point. Go read Contact by Carl Sagan. Listen to it with your ear holes. If you're interested, if you if if stories aren't your thing, read the varieties of scientific experience, a personal view for the search of God by Carl Sagan. That's basically the notes and the, the documentary of <laughs> it is literally the documentary the version. Of contact. <laughs> they are the uh, lectures he put together with all the research and his notes, everything for making contact. He mm. wrote kind of these at the same time. Yep. And they were lectures he'd put on at a theological conference. Shit. Um, they're super cool. My favorite is in the back. They have. We're gonna have to do a contact tangent cast. We will. I I will read it and then we'll watch it. I'm really excited to be here today, guys. I don't know what's going on. Okay, I'm done. Okay. Um. Yeah. Also, there. I just also last week they announced they're gonna make a documentary of Carl Sagan. Yes. And guys, if you think I was in tears at a documentary about uh, you know, rovers on Mars. Oh, God. Buckle your ass up, people. Yeah. Feelings are... I feel like you need to tell yourself that. Because it's like, feelings are about to be not put into a drawer in the back of your brain. And you sit there and you're like, how did you not make a commentary about one of the most interesting human beings on the face of the earth before? Yeah. This is where I get to be like, you're fine. Just swim in the feelings. (laughs) Swim in the feelings. This is normal. People do this all the time. We need to watch. I don't know if you've watched the Mars Rover documentary. No, I haven't watched it yet. We we need to watch that together. Okay, we're gonna do that. We're gonna watch that together. We're we're recording in the afternoon, so we're fully awake, so you're getting a whole nother vibe right now. (laughs) Okay. The song of the week, All My Days by Alexi Murdoch. Oh, thank you. I meant to look it up. Yeah, we've already had one of his songs of his um breathe. Apparently this album just became one of the most albums licensed album of the aughts yeah, his, nice this album was on like every fucking show it's that generic aughts sound yeah and in the best way possible 
Listen, I listened to a lot of this sound. We all did. Exactly. It's generic odds. So TJ wakes up, I'm uh, guessing way earlier than anyone should want to. Yeah. Uh, it's also great to go back and once you know these spoilers for halfway through this episode yeah. that she's pregnant, mm-hmm. how they shoot the first half of this makes it real fucking obvious. I want to point out that I called it. You did. Well before you we were told. Yes. I can't remember if you called it at the real fucking blatant infirmary scene earlier. I was like, I think I almost feel like I was like last episode. I was like, is she pregnant? Yeah. And then this episode, I'm like, she pregnant. She's super she pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. She's super pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Scott is shaving and nicks himself because he's like dry shaving. Oh, don't do that. Everyone's sad. This is the sad wake up montage. Yeah. Ray is not one in gruel, but has nothing else at the moment. Uh-huh. And Rush should not be up and around, um, but he is. Because he's like, he tells Park, there's so much work to get done. Mm -hmm. Only I can do it. Bro, you need a delegate. Listen, he gets to that later in the episode where it's like, only I can do this. No, that's not. That's terrible leadership skills. I'm learning this. Mm -hmm. Um, Brody is in a spacesuit during repairs to the ship, working with the control room. It all goes well. And we have another part of the ship that can hold atmosphere again. Yep. Um, Rush does not even let them rest on their laurels, though. Just start with the navigation propulsion. Two's not even out of the spacesuit yet. Yeah, get up in there. Young comes into the shuttle and just is, what the fuck, Rush? You look like you're about to drop dead. Yeah. I appreciate Young in the first half of this episode. He seems very... Really, the first 75% of this episode. Yeah. He's pretty, he comes through pretty level-headed. Anyway, I'm on, but yeah. And there's, listen, there's arguments to be made that he's level-headed throughout the entire episode. Fair. Fair. Without knowing what he doesn't know. Exactly. Yeah. So Rush sort of figures, you know, Young would want him to drop dead. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, dude, civilians just tried to mutiny because they thought, they, they didn't mutiny because they thought I was doing a great job, okay? Yeah. No, and I love that he's like, Oh, it's never for the sake of you that I don't want you to drop dead. It's for the sake of the repercussions of what I'll have to fucking deal with if you drop dead. This is not about you. Yeah. I want you to stay well for my sake. Exactly. Um, And we all have to kumbaya this shit. Mm. Okay. So I have ordered my people to, in quotation marks, make a special effort. (laughs) (laughs) I like the way Greer puts it instead. And since it's best to lead by example, I am doing this with you, Rush. And oh, is it taking fucking effort right now? Again, this isn't for you, dude. (laughs) This is self-preservation. That is when Destiny drops out of FTL. Mm -hmm. The issue is, is the gate isn't dialing anywhere, which is like the first thing it normally does. Because it looks like there's nothing to dial to. Mm. They've dropped into empty space, at least from the map that Rush is referencing. So he's not looking out the goddamn window. Yeah. Because when you do look out the window, there is definitely a sun there. That's where Eli goes, check again. <laughs> check again, dude. Mini credits. Yeah. On the observation line, Eli explains to Rush that since there were ships mm-hmm. that went out ahead of Destiny... And seated the Stargates real far out, they basically cartographied the whole universe and sent this big old map back for Destiny to follow. They put all the waypoints out, but the star is not on the map. They missed one? It's not supposed to be. (laughs) My favorite, my absolute favorite is that the, the logical explanation that 
automated systems missed a star mm. is like the least likely, apparently. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Machines are infallible by. That's what I'm, yeah, I'm like, okay. Cool. Works for me. Sure. Yeah. Here's the catch. How do you know that there hasn't been other stars that it's missed? You don't. Mm. Okay. Yeah. We'll get into this a number uh-huh. of other times. Oh my God. Yeah. So Greer, Scott, and TJ are having some meal. Yeah. Whatever. Um, and you know, you know what women love to hear? You look tired. Let's put this out there. <laughs> women, men, non-binary people, nobody wants to hear you look tired. No. The only person who can tell you that you look tired is a very, very close friend who is obviously saying this out of concern. And yeah, and it has to be like, bro, you look tired. Yes. Get a break. It, there's a tone that comes across. It's. I never want to hear a coworker say, you look tired. Yeah, no. I can, I'm okay if a coworker says, hey, do you need anything? Yeah. Yeah. How you doing? Uh-huh. You can say how you doing. 100%. Um, I will decide what I want to answer, yeah. but that's just, don't ever tell me I look tired. No. Yeah. That is reserved. Also, don't ever tell me I look great either if yeah. I am feeling like shit, because that's not any better. <laughs> no, that's just you blatantly lying to me. Or or <laughs> just shutting down the fact that I have an invisible illness. Yeah. Yeah. I know because you cannot see my insides or my blood because my insides are on my inside. Yeah. You do not have x-ray vision. The part that doesn't feel good is not visible. And even if it were visible, you can't see the part that feels bad. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't tell people anything. Bye. Never talk to people. I mean, in this case, it is a good friend and coworker telling the other, are you okay? You look like shit. Yeah, bro. You look like extra shit. We all look like shit, but you look extra shitty. Somehow, somehow someone telling me I look like shit feels better than someone telling me I look tired. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. There's something about, and, and, you know, I think I go back to, isn't it, isn't that the phrase that the doctor uses against it, it tells a female prime minister that that like ends up taking her down there's something very specific about you look tired that i feels like extremely patriarchal it feels condescending yeah maybe yeah there's something i can't place why but it feels extra I, I wonder if it's because it's like a softened blow of you look like shit where it's yeah. like we were just talking about this offline about how it's like hey if i'm not doing something right have the decency to tell me yeah in full or if something isn't right have the decency to just tell me and not sugarcoat things yeah i think that's that's what it is yeah um, i feel that also moving on the the like hoth look that chloe gives scott as yeah. she walks by the deep freeze <laughs> coming from that side of the room it's like there's a draft yeah um, and they discussed Young's orders about making a special effort towards the spirit of cooperation. Mm. Listen, Greer's going to do it. Yeah. He doesn't have to like it. But, yeah. you know, he'll try and lie with his face. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. The sounds coming from his mouth will be the right sounds. Uh-huh. Doesn't matter what's behind them or not. Nope. Uh, and TJ leaves. And really, Scott is actually worried that TJ does not look. On top of it. Yeah. Oof. 
So in the control room, our brain bros and Young are looking over some scans. So this this star is a G2 star. Um, it is a, it's just like Soul. It's a yellow dwarf. Yep, it's a yellow dwarf like Soul. Since Destiny wasn't expecting the gravity well, the ship kind of just dropped out of FTL instead of something that shit happening. I roll, the new star is a yellow dwarf and it's fucking shit up. Yeah. Gravity. Can I cover it? Okay. So the classification systems for stars go by temperature. Well, one of them. Yeah. The main okay. one. There's other ones that go by size and a few other things, but the main one people use goes by temperature. Okay. And of course, it's a very logical system from hottest to coldest that goes O-B-A-F-G-K-M-L-T. Sure. Yep. Sounds good to me. <laughs> and there's like nine numbers after each letter to divide them inside of that. Yeah, you with me? Totally. Um, thankfully the numbers. Do, listen, thankfully the numbers do go in numerical okay, order. Okay, good. Okay, they, yay, yay. It's not just like pie. So our sun is pretty much in the middle of the road. It's actually on the cooler side of middle. Oh. Um, but not by percentage. Okay. By sort of mean. Okay. It's it is. From the hottest to the coolest, it's right Right, because it's got so much surface area, and it's not all the same temp all the way through. It's more of just... It's like you microwaved a burrito. Y- yes. Okay. It's just because of the size it is, for the most part. Sure. A lot of terms, not consistent, but on average, the size of a sun kind of dictates temperature a little bit. Okay. Um, there's a lot of variables that Does bigger mean that cooler, out. usually? For the most part, yes, unless a star is dying. Oh, and then she's like burning up. And then she she bloats. Yeah. Yeah. She's burning up for your love. There's only 70 She's slipping into the lava. Yeah. I'm singing a Jonas song, Jonas Brothers song at you, and there's no, I, you'll ever know no, it. No realization. I'm slipping into the lava. <laughs> and I'm trying to keep from going under. I mean, but. Suns are plasma, not lava. You get um slipping into the <laughs> plasma. So I'm burning up. There's only about seven or eight percent of the stars that burn up at G level. At G level. anymore it's fine okay the majority of stars that exist out there are like little tiny cool cool stars oh they're just cool they're wearing sunglasses they're wearing sunglasses they're still fucking hot as shit okay yeah. but like in sun relatively terms, yes they are cool little little stars cool little um, stars and then there's other stellar organizations that go by size or spectrum but i'm pretty sure we've lost this science segment. i'm so sorry no we're here we're it's here fine. that's this literally all i had okay. was that there's other organization systems it's cool little stars that's that's like my twee band song solar spectrums Spectrums in general in astronomy are really fucking cool. Everything you're saying to me sounds like I'm going to make a Faye Wild-themed rock song about it. You could. Spectrum. Listen, you literally can tell what type of elements are in a star by looking at the rainbow. That's fucking cool. 
that the sun spits out. This is my favorite thing. Because there's going to be a big giant rainbow and then there's little blink spots in the rainbow. That's and cool. And where those little blink spots are will tell you what what like elements are in it. Oh, that's like the thing, the space launch that we went to go uh-huh. see was shooting up a satellite yeah. that's going to read environmental pollution yeah. using this thing that's got like rainbow refractory things yeah, yeah, in yeah. it. It's kind of, it's basically the same thing. It's yes. all coming together. Yes. Oh, yes. Because you put, you put light through a prism. Yeah. 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 It looked like a, the picture of it looked like a cool prism. Exactly. Oh, okay. I'm excited. That was one of the coolest things I did in astronomy classes, be able to start like reading spectrum yeah and like reading elements and that's really cool. cool um okay they do new a lot planet, of that to planet. the point of like how elements lines shift in a spectrum it will actually help tell you sort of how it's being distorted like it comes you can tell you know because gravity wells mm-hmm. if you think about like gravity being like a flat surface yeah and then the heavier something is the more gravity it has the, so deeper, the deeper it pulls it down yeah and so if you are seeing light from a star or anything else and it's being bent around one of those gravity wells. So that's it because it's being things. pulled. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's redshift and blue shift. Holy shit. And okay. so that's why Destiny had to stop. It basically was about to jam into one of those gravity wells. And so, went, no, 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 no. Let me skirt around this yeah. instead of trying to go through it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So they're going to swing around the gravity well. Mm-hmm. I always think of it like, you know, those little like things at the grocery store where you put the petty in and it like swirls yeah, all the way around. I like that. But they're skirting around the outside so they don't spiral all the so way So they get in. sunk in. And then they're going to jump under the back plasma. to Neptune. Yep. Yeah. On the other side. It's going to take a few weeks, but great news. There is a planet, mm-hmm. a single planet, Earth-sized, in the Goldilocks zone, in shuttle range, and the atmosphere is perfect. It's a trap. Eli explains all of this to Rush, and he just rubs white powder pain reliever against his gums. <laughs> yeah. I am... Okay, this is my big prediction. Yeah. This is a trap. Okay. This is absolutely a little baby human trap put out, like, the way when you're little and you make little bug traps. Yeah. Be like, look, little bug, look at this cool little home. I put some leaves and some blades of grass Uh in here. Isn't it perfect? Come live in here. You're mine now. (laughs) That this is a little human bug trap. A little human bug trap. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So we take off towards the planet. Rush is still convinced that the like the star, like somehow it's in the database. There was a glitch. He's still looking for it. Yeah. Um, Volker and Eli start talking about the age of this star. So the weird part is this star is way the fuck too young. Mm. The age that they say right out of the Titari stage is basically like when it when when all that stuff, the gravity pulled all that shit together and it gets real violent before it calms down into being a stable sun. Yeah. They're like, it can only be like 200 million years old the star's like not old enough to drive yet let alone host humans basically our sun is well over 4 billion years old and is only halfway through its life babies having babies I'm telling you yeah 200 million years wouldn't even be enough for that planet to get as evolved as it day. it should still be molten rock that's a trap okay so it doesn't matter how far ahead the gate seating ships are yeah 
they're still saying it's still something still isn't right. They should have this stunt. This star still would have been here. Right. Right. Why the it, fuck did they yeah. not pick it up? If it if it can inhabit people, it it's old enough to where they would have seen it. And also, this is a perfect planet. So if it did see it, why didn't it drop a stargate here? Yeah. Hmm. The timeline's all off. So the shuttle dives down through the atmosphere to Vancouver area. Yeah. It's actually rare for this show, so we'll give it to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They haven't t- taken on a van, uh, you know, a northwest uh, region exactly. planet in a while. They don't really see any wildlife. Um, even at the end, we don't necessarily see any wildlife. We don't know if they had any meat on this planet necessarily. Mm-hmm. But they do have pure water and berries. So berries are exciting. Yep. Um, Scott, I mean, clean water alone is so exciting. clean water is yeah. a life set at this point. <laughs> So Scott checks in with TJ. She feels great now. All she needed was some sunshine and fresh air. Everything's good. No babies here. What? Things fine. Everything's <laughs> fine. Yep. Um, and that is when Greer comes back. He found a whole grove of space kiwis. Yay! And before TJ can dare to run an ability test, Greer does one the old-fashioned way and just bites into it. In case I forgot that Greer is basically my D and D character, <laughs> the two different instances in this episode show yeah. me that this yeah. is one of them. <laughs> Too late, I ate it. <laughs> it's delicious, and he will take his chances, and he will let them well, know no if soon. it's poison. Yeah, I volunteer his tribute. <laughs> I think. I think after he bites into it. And TJ's like, how are we going to know if it's poison or not? Greer just going, we will. Yeah. Is my favorite line of the We will. Episode. Ta-da. Back in the shuttle. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're reporting back to the ship. Um, tons of plants, possible a lot of medicinal ones, tons of fruit, all the pure water you could drink. No weird alien creatures, at least none in the day. All I'm saying is, considering your past, you might want to wait till at least nighttime falls before yeah. you come back. Yeah, give it a couple hours. Yeah. Um, it's too good to be true. And Scott finds TJ standing on the edge of a river. Mm-hmm. And this place reminds her of home. Yeah. Because she would go camping with her dad in the Olympic Peninsula, which, if you didn't know, is the little corner pokey part of Washington yeah. State. She clearly hates to leave... As would anyone when you're living on that ship. I like that the way this is written. It's like, hey, the place we're filming reminds me of the place we're filming. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That did occur to me. I kind of love that. Okay, that's all. Beautifully meta. Mm -hmm. Um, As they leave, they're still confused on how there isn't a Stargate here. Yeah, that's Um, because it's... I'm going to stick to my... That should have been my AK. (laughs) It's a trap. Strap. They do this flyover, mm-hmm. and from it's just near perfection of this place. There is one odd part, though. Mm-hmm. There is um, mm. there is like a giant stone obelisk part. That's mm. fine. Don't overthink that part. It's fine. Just uh, we'll cover that up with a tapestry. Greer points out that it's clear that they were not the first ones here. Like a hole in the door. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's fine. So back on the ship, they continue the discussions of. All our big players are here. We've had a dog exchange. 
speaking of all of our big players being in here, sorry, there was boys scratching at the door, and I didn't want didn't want the sound to carry. So okay. the tower is two thousand feet high. Yeah. So for reference, the tallest building in the world, the Burj Khalifa, is two thousand seven hundred and seventeen feet tall. Here's my question: Are they yeah. eyeballing this, or do they have something on the ship that I'm helps them do that? Scanners. Okay. I don't know how they're translating like, into feet, though. How are you? I'm yeah. pretty sure that scanner's not working in feet, but that's fine. Uh, yeah. Um, one World Trade Center Oof. is 100, 776 feet tall. So this is taller than that. Yes, but not as tall as the tallest on Earth. Wow. Is that- However, it is today that I realized that One World Trade Center is 1776 feet tall. Oh, yeah. I don't think I ever knew that. <laughs> I think I knew that at some point and then didn't. Yeah. <laughs> So America, there is a faint EM field around this tower, mm-hmm. marking the Canada stand yet. And Ray is wondering, as would many, is this the same aliens that we keep running into? Yeah. Um, that would be my first concern. Yeah. Uh huh. And Rush just assumes that it is the aliens who built the tower are the aliens that built the planet. Yep. Cut to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, if you know the part I'm referencing. Or as Eli cuts to the Star Trek Genesis device. I don't know either, but I thought I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. I will watch Rathacon. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There, it's basically a device that terraforms a planet. Yes. Um, I do think in this case, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy would be a better reference. Okay. Because in Hitchhiker's, you literally get to build a planet in any shape that you want. They have like cylindrical planets That's or cool. like interlocking circle ring planets <laughs> and you get to build everything you want. What would be the shape of your planet? My planet would be shaped like a dodecahedron. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, I thought you were going to say an infinity symbol, so you beat me. Oh, yeah. You, no, you I'm thinking fire. more practical. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm thinking more practical. Yeah, smart. Because how are you going to get light into that little middle area? Exactly. It's fair. You gotta do a decahedron. Um, I, however, would crumble. My soul would die if I was on a ship with this many scientists and none of them were fucking Trekkies. Yeah, that is sad. It's real sad. Uh, the only... It's it's the only conclusion that Rush can come up with. Mm-hmm. It's the only conclusion that Rush can come up with. No, it's not. Is that the star... Isn't in the database, not because maybe there was a glitch in the matrix, maybe some ship missed it, but that someone built the whole solar system after the seeding ships passed through. I think it's fairly obvious now for everyone listening to this podcast where I am on the debate of this episode. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If you're wondering where Nixie stands. Um... I yeah, you can't trust anything out of Rush's mouth either because even if he thinks there's other options, he's going to tell you the one he wants to be true. That's the thing. It is not that I think that it's you know I think it's perfectly logical that there are people who come to that conclusion. Mm-hmm. My issue here is that this is Rush says it's the only conclusion. Yeah, that's not. That doesn't mean anything no. anymore. Um, which, yes, Eli, would make them the number one all-time most advanced civilization in history. So let's send people there. Mm-hmm. 
We know what our orbit's going to be. It's going to be four weeks, two days, seven hours. So they jump into FTL. So let's use it. Yeah, sure. They're almost out of shuttle range on this side. In a month, we're going to be on their side. We can pick up the shuttle again, no problem. Mm-hmm. Eli is like, how about we don't? What? What? Yeah. Something made that tower. And like, what if we are just rummaging through their backyard, trespassing on their planet? I think I'm trying to think of what my position would be. Yeah. Right. The safe position is don't send anyone down there until you know what's going on. But you're running out of time. Well, not just that. The temptation of being like, fuck it. Yeah. I'll live as long as I can. If I if it's if it's two days where I'm eating fresh food and water. Yeah. I'll fucking take it. I know. And they need food and medicine and they young. It's the way young sees is they don't have the luxury of discussing the ethics of this. Yeah. It is not just um, how are you going to live out the rest of your days? It's also like these people on the ship need to keep living. And the answer of how to keep living is on that planet. Yeah. This is a really fucked up metaphor for, hey, we got on this ship in England and yeah. <laughs> we're fucking now here. I don't care who made this. I'm living here now. Yeah. Well, the Ooh. difference is yeah. if they had found people on this planet, they could have been like, hey. Yeah. You don't have to say this is my planet now exactly. the minute you land on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Eli is less worried about the ethics and more about the safety. Because yeah. in case you didn't notice, they were 0-3 on Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I think my mind would go there, too. Yes. Where Eli is going. What's to say that this will be any different? Fuck the ethics. We're going to die. What yeah. breaks my heart is that is that Eli is basically us on this ship. Mm-hmm. And what the trauma that has happened to this man that he was no longer chomping at the bit to meet new species. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't even get to that point because I was so focused on how very cool it was that Camille rush and young were all in a room talking out a decision that I didn't realize how, and Eli, yeah, how sad Eli's perspective has. Yes. That sucks. And it continues through this episode. Yeah. That really does suck. I hope that he, he gets to meet an Asgard somewhere down the he line. He needs to get, yeah, he needs to get that. <laughs> Not the creepy ones, but the good ones. I want to say one wonder back, but yeah. Hope. He needs to get the hope back. Yeah. There's good aliens. Yeah, he's got no hope. And Young really emphasizes with him about that fear, but he, he also tells him that everything they do out here is a risk. That's it's true. It's yeah. true. So Ray finds TJ packing up uh, in the infirmary in the most egregious let's not show a pregnancy shot that has yeah. ever been on TV. There's so many shots of like her back. Yeah. All that, episodes. This is like three quarters of the screen is her pack. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's a lot of over the shoulder like thumbs up peekaboo yeah. shots. It is nice to know that they basically have aspirin tea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what gets me in the scene is how Ray isn't sure she wants to go down to the planet because what if Rush's calculations are off and can we trust him? Mm-hmm. And I am shocked that TJ can keep it together to just be like, you tell me, yeah. lady who just tried to take over the ship with him. 
I'm like, I'm surprised she doesn't just go, fuck you. <laughs> You're trying this again? <laughs> It seems like you trusted him a lot back when you agreed with him. It's just like this weird mean girl thing where it's like, well, it didn't work with Rush. Let me see who else I can try this with. I'm like, come on, yeah. lady. God. So um, lots of people are going. I'm actually guessing more people signed up than could fit on the shuttle. Oh, yeah. I would have been like, please, please, dear God, an actual bath. <laughs> Young is giving last minute orders to Scott, who will head the mission. Round the clock watch at camps, guards with all the science teams, and hopefully they'll be back um, late, later this month with the fixed shuttle to help, like, double team theory yeah, as much shuttles. back as we can from this planet. And Chloe's going too. Mm. Young's like, happy camping. It's an interesting choice, Chloe. <laughs> but here we are. Um, but the awkwardness continues when TJ walks up to Young. And yes, someone is taking over the infirmary mm-hmm. while TJ's gone. But then she just kind of stands there for longer. Mm-hmm. And Young's like, anything else? She's like, I'm pregnant. Nope. Bye. <laughs> I'm pregnant. Bye. Just what? Nothing. Bye. Just going to keep going. This would have been a great opportunity where you could literally have gone, I'm having a baby. Bye. <laughs> Imagine throwing that bomb in the room. That would have been so fucking gratifying. And then I walk away. And then I... Yes! Exactly (laughs) like that! Just to stick a dynamite into that fucking ship as you walk off into the sunset. Or just... Or just, like, leave a note in his room. Yeah, P.S. Pregnant, (laughs) TJ. Just leave it there as you leave. Or even more cryptic, P.S. Baby, TJ. (laughs) It, baby. <laughs> we baby, <laughs> baby here. So um, many people who are staying on the ship uh, are in the observation lounge to watch them go. See in a month, and some ominous music kicks in. Yeah, <laughs> some weird choice. Some real ominous music. Yeah. So the shuttle lands, and they just this like sigh of breathing fresh air mm-hmm. as everyone files out. Scott tries to herd some cats for a second. I, I love this moment. It makes you think of how absurd things that we hold to law are. Yeah. Like, because he's like, the sun rises this way, so that's west now. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, that stuff to us is just so like cemented yeah. in yeah. like fact. It's uh-huh. like, no, somebody just arbitrarily went, that's west. Yes. Do we, we all agree? The name of where the sun goes is west. We all agree now. When the the way the sun travels means west. Yeah. We all agree on it. Yep. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> it just I love the it's just arbitrary. Yeah. And this it's like we're all playing tea party and we're like, this is tea now. Yeah. We all agree. <laughs> we all agree that there's tea in here. Okay, bye. Bye. Because the thing is, is like the sun doesn't technically it's just in the westerly the sun's direction. Just, yeah. Well, and it's like, and what does westerly direction mean? Exactly. Like, it's so philosophical. It's like, none of it means anything. The sun's just a floating ball in space. Yes. We are rotating. Yeah. Not only are we rotating, but we're like twirling on a side. Yeah. So we're just a weird spinning top. We're like twirling with our hand on our hip. Yeah. We're just like, we're just drunk. Yeah, we are some fucked up weird, like, no wonder no one's come to talk to us yet. They're like, I don't know what the fuck Earth is doing. We are not the most 
Dude, is it Neptune or Uranus? It's like flat out on its side. It's, it's like flat out <laughs> passed out in the snow. <laughs> Neptune rolling is- itself. <laughs> Neptune is that that gif of the little girl being dragged yeah. by the nickel horse yes, thing, the yes, quarter. Hundred yeah, percent. That's like what a, it is. I don't even want to be here. <laughs> they don't even want to call me a planet anymore. I fucking hate everything. Everything's dumb. We okay. always call Neptune a planet. No, you're right. I know. That's Pluto. Yeah, I had him wrong. That's okay. It's fine. The joke worked. The joke worked. It, the joke did. The rest of the joke worked. It's dumb. I'm dumb. What's gonna be real bad is if it's actually Uranus, and I just can't remember which one it is. Doesn't matter. Either way, your so, anus. So they figure out this is west. Yep. The river is down here. We're gonna build shelters and camp ASAP, and then we can enjoy the scenery. This is where I think Scott is too kind in this moment. But I'm gonna let you continue. He's like, "How many of you have ever camped before?" And like three people raise their hand. They're like goes, indoor kids. Cool, cool, cool. So watch and learn yeah. and ask questions. Mm-hmm. I'm with this. I get to a campsite. It's freaking gorgeous. I get it. I want to sit there and put up a hammock and sit there. The first thing you do is you set up fucking camp. You do all the work so then you don't have any work to do when it's dark out. Exactly. Yeah. That seems fair to me. So the last thing, the last, the last thing on this planet Chloe wants to do is talk to Scott. You feel it in this moment, but she's like, hey, I don't have a job to do. This is where I think he's too kind. This is where I would have been like, that sucks. (laughs) So, and as the, I walk away, the quickest and easiest solution. Do you want to work with TJ with plans? It, again, too kind. He's too kind. I would have been like, okay, sucks. Go find one. I mean, it's also probably his job to give out the assignments. It is his job, but he can be a little bit petty to the <laughs> girl that betrayed him in this life or death world that they're living in. You, you could be a little bit petty. You could be like, that sucks to suck. I'm busy. <laughs> And then come back and be like, hey, why don't you go work with TJ? Or just tell TJ, hey, go, go get tell Chloe. her. Yeah, go go get Chloe. I just want him to be a little bit mean. Yeah. He's almost too nice. He could have done like, yeah, I'll figure something out. Yeah. And then gone and talked to TJ. Yeah. Or at least even just like roll your eyes and be like, okay. Like, what are the own? Anything. Make yourself useful, lady. Yeah. You're so- a smart girl. You can make your own decisions. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just looking to fight. So it doesn't take long. Here, so you want your fight? It's right here. It yeah. doesn't take long. It's really doesn't good. take long. This for is like, again, personality clash. Where Greer and me see eye to eye on too many. I should be concerned by this, but I'm not. Anyway, Dunning had apparently told, not asked, a scientist Morrison um, to dig the latrine. Yeah, and Morrison's like, "Fuck you." Yeah, and they start debating the issue to put it nicely uh-huh greer comes over look this man can solve a problem okay this was so smart this was king solomon level he's shit. like look you both will dig the latrine i love that he's like you're right we do need to have these latrines digged yep. by both of you and you will dig you will like it this yeah you will dig until you like it in the spirit of cooperation i like how scott's just standing there going yeah, it sounds about right. I like that. And he just all caps goes, we're all friends now. We're all friends now. I feel like Donnie, my D&D character, <laughs> has done that before. Listen, he's not wrong. No. This is the sort of thing that you bond over. <laughs> <laughs> we're friends now. But I love career problem solving. Yeah. The spirit of cooperation. Yeah. He got the job done. 
And they both shut the fuck up. Exactly. And the latrine and got the Results. So TJ is taking Chloe out, maybe mm-hmm. to start gathering plans, telling her the rules, but also weren't you supposed to be setting up camp? So maybe this is just, here's what we will be doing. I don't know. It's yeah. like confusing. They're only out here so that TJ can get a wave, a wave of nausea mm-hmm. that passes. Yep. Chloe just figures more of them probably should be fainting from malnutrition. Yeah. Small amounts of food and water they get. Think again, Chloe. Scott walks over and shares the news that Destiny is now officially out of range of the shuttles. Yeah, we're here now. We live here. They are stuck here. But from the look on TJ's face, it is clear that there are worse places to be stuck. Yeah, she seems very relieved. She's so like, fuck, I did it. She can't tempt herself to get back on the shuttle now. Yeah. She's, the temptation is gone. Whatever concern she had, she's just one less thing to have to think about. Yep. And as we see the ship coast around the sun, mm-hmm. Eli does the, um, I'm about to walk into the cafeteria, but I see someone I don't want to talk to and to try to walk away, but I'm spotted yeah, anyway. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, I'll come back later. Yeah. And it's Ray. She's just hoping the people on the planet bring back a ton of food However long it's been since they've left, they've already run out of the fruit they brought back in that first week, yeah. which wasn't a ton. Yeah. Except for this one kiwi that Eli snuck out. Mm-hmm. And he will split it with her if she doesn't tell. And I'm like, Eli, keep that shit for yourself. Don't, yeah. Don't give anybody anything. Fuck all Especially of Especially that Ray. You know, not to, you know not to trust her. That is a precious resource. Yeah. That's your kiwi. You earned it. see if that for a, a better person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Agreed. Um... Ray asks him if he thinks it's possible to create a star. And he's like, no. However, being transported to a ship on the other side of the universe via wormhole. Yeah, totally possible. He's basically like, Camille, <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter what I believe anymore. All of this shit is insane. This is batshit country. Yeah, he goes, but actually the star shouldn't be here. And the planet's too old to go with it. And if some Powell Polifer alien being didn't create it, then like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. I don't know. It's this is a part where it's like, Camille, I don't want to get into this. Nothing is real anymore. Yeah. Everything is nothing. Everything is an illusion. There's no solid anything to hold on to. What are you grasping at? And I think that is that is the part, you know, we 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 hear sort of this philosophical discussion with it while we're on the planet. Mm-hmm. We don't really hear it as much on the ship. And I can only imagine Eli is like, I don't even know what to think right now. Nothing is real anymore. Yeah. Nothing is anything. Everything. He can't. The rules have changed. Yeah, he's like, I, there. he can't grok any reason of what's going on. And... I own. I know me. I don't like not knowing answers like that. We'll get to this later when that's yeah. like the shit that rush. It hurts him the most is that he doesn't get an answer. Yeah, that's where I know we're really different people because I'm like, isn't it cool to not know? Yeah, and I'm like, I. You're no, like, no, it's no. terrible. Yeah, <laughs> it is terrifying. So Kane is meditating down on the planet. When Scott just clumps around making noise in the water. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Was this your meditation corner? Just swamping around like Luke looking Toyota. <laughs> so Kane doesn't mind. He actually thanks Scott. Of all the military trying to mend fences, Scott is one of the few that doesn't seem to be doing it through gritted teeth. Mm-hmm. And Kane goes on 
that when they they needed the time to actually work out all these differences between them, poof, here's the space and the time for us to get to do that. Yeah. And his mom used to say that there's no such thing as luck. It's just the hands of God giving you a little help when you need it most. And at some point, Cain stopped believing. But now look at this planet dropped right in their path when they need it the most. It's so weird how opposite my reaction is to his. (laughs) How do you believe there's a one God after what you've fucking seen? The entire universe is God. Yes. I would like to note my autocorrect corrected God to dog. (laughs) It's just... Uh, like, I believe in faith. Yeah. But to say this one bearded dude, no. Yeah. Haven't you seen enough to know that it's more than whatever our fucking little feeble human minds can come up with? Yeah. Stop giving yourself that much credit. And I I mean, I do, I do give him a little bit of credit where he's like, these aliens might be God. Right, right, right. Right. That's fair. He is like, what is, what God what is, is, God? is yeah. giant question mark. Yeah. I'm, this is God. This bubbly My is My little God. can of soda is God. It's all God. Everything is God and everything is not God. Yeah. I swear I'm not stoned. Welcome to analism. <laughs> I love this so much. I could do this all day. And sitting here, as, as Kane is saying this, here's Scott. With a cross around his neck, Mm -hmm. clear faith that has been pulling at him his entire life. And you know some of these same thoughts have passed through his head more than once on this conversation and says nothing. As he's like, I'm too in this moment to say anything right now. Yeah. Yeah, this is. I really love this. I think Kane becomes the godfather to TJ's baby. And then they start a little cult. I wish TJ didn't have to go back on the ship. And then they create their own system. Mm-hmm. And they are the beginning of this whole new civilization where they are. The obelisk is God. Yeah. This is how you start a cult. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're in a cult. Call your dad. Yep. That was almost the AK. So Young checks in with Brody and Park on the second shuttle trying to fix it. Brody says terrible. Park says great. Yeah. uh, Glass half full, glass half empty. I mean, listen, we know I'm Park. I'm always going to be Park in this situation. Brody explains, look, the propulsion is shit. Maybe you can fly to the planet. You can't get off the planet again. There's no navigation. We can only turn left. That's it. And Young's like, well, Park, why... Why did you say it's going great? She's like, because we can turn because left we can now. Turn left. I love her. I want to be that person. I we am couldn't not. turn anywhere before, and yeah. now we can turn left. We can go in circles now. Exactly. <laughs> That's progress. Yep. I like Young's response where he's just like, "Okay, well, we got a month, so <laughs> I hope we can do more than left." So Rush calls him over the radio. Since the ship's engines are down, he wants to use the power to explore some damaged parts of the ship, reclaim some real estate. James is going to put a team together. There's a whole plot line that doesn't really do anything except Look, work in yeah. montages. Look at them working together is really what that Basically. plot line is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he turns back to Brody and Park. He's like, you got a month? Yeah. To get the shuttle to fly in ways other than the left. Mm-hmm. So we're having deep conversations while we're collecting plants. Yep. So Kane is thinking fate brought us here, not just to the planet, 
but to destiny first. Yeah. And then to this planet. Morrison, let's just say, is slightly on He's the like, other side the of the spectrum. LL, though. <laughs> He's like, you you weren't spared in life if you missed your flight and the plane crashes. Like shit happens. Like everything is chaos and the world is random. God doesn't have to make a planet for you. And Chloe, who I get this feel mm-hmm. that Chloe was she's she's the daughter of a senator. Yeah. She was raised with the show of going to church. But yeah. never like had to give a deep thoughts about it. No, she just had to be there. She was socially yeah. church going. Yeah. Uh, she's like, so we're born, we live, we die, and it's all random. And Morrison's like, yeah. And along the way, you do your best with whatever crap you step in. That feels so glib to me it's that I don't know I could live glib. there. But I have a hard time. But why couldn't both be true? Yeah. I think both can be true. It's more of, it's more mm-hmm. of. It can be true, mm-hmm. but to me, that makes the living part all the more important and fascinating. Well, it's like the conversation we just had about, like, that we can turn left. Yeah. It's like, well, you can focus on, like, the part of all the, the shit you don't uh, have. Yeah. Or you can focus on the fact that we can turn left. Exactly. Um and there's no reason both things can't be true, that there's something out there making all this work and that, that everything is random. Exactly. I, I just think it's exciting to think about. And I'm sure I'm not the first person to think that way. No. It is just, I think it's hard to hold both thoughts in your head. Exactly. There could be someone who's like, look at you turn left. Yeah. Let's see what else you can do. Yeah. <laughs> look what I can do. Yeah. So I guess sharing his kiwi with Ray mm-hmm. may have sparked off a friendship as they lay on the couch in the observation land like they're high. <laughs> she did say some plants were medicinal. She they did just it- ate all the medicinal plants while yes. TJ was there. Who's there to stop them? 100%. Eli thinks the mistake was sending people down to that planet. Mm. Eli is, has a lot of fear. And Ray thinks the mistake was not going with them. Yeah. Eli has a lot of, look at me, armchair psychiatrist. <laughs> For good reason. Yeah. Eli has a lot of fear that he lives with. Uh, even before getting on the ship and yep. dealing with three alien strikes. It's the, his mom's dying. Yeah, he has, I mean, fear for his mother. Yeah. And Camille has spent her whole life trying to get a seat at the table. Yeah. So to her, the worst part is that she didn't get a seat at the table. I think part of it is not getting a seat at the table. But I do get what you hope you feel as a character arc. Yeah. Um, is that Ray starting to realize she doesn't need to have a seat at the table. It, it's just this. Yeah, I guess it's more the sense of feeling left out. Oh, She's major consistently FOMO. feels left out. Major FOMO. Look, yeah. I get that shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Montage. Dun, 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 dun. Um, how to build solid tents. Uh, searching around Destiny for more goodies. Russian so much pain that it hurts to just lie down. Yeah. <laughs> Fixing the shuttle. Sitting around the campfire at night. Beautiful walks on the planet. Scott completely creeping up on Chloe skinny dipping, but they both like see each other and just kind of stand there and like, yeah, it's like a standoff. chicken. I love the 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 cuts back and forth between the light and the dark yeah. and the and the and the bounty and the 
the lack of everything and yep. then the just the sadness it's like you go from the the team on the ground playing some sort of like soccer soccer football situation yeah. um and then it's like bright and light and beautiful and then it's like this dark like the shuttled. worst card game ever played yeah uh I love this montage. Uh, Volko trying to figure out the puzzle of the tower and Chloe and Scott walking through this meadow of flowers. How the fuck are you not making a flower crown every day? It's beyond yeah. me. And TJ with her hair down finding a waterfall and you know she's about to go swimming. Yeah. So while Chloe is out gathering berries, she hears TJ puking up her guts. Mm-hmm. Goes to check on her. Chloe's like, I thought you were feeling better. Chloe. I feel like you should have figured it out by I know. now. TJ is like, you can almost see her face like, really, Chloe? Really? I'm not hiding this well. No. At all, really. Grace is yelling the answer at me right yeah. now. Yeah. I've been, uh, yeah. I've, at least at this point, I am I think I, yeah. You were yelling it earlier. Yeah, I was yelling it. Was you were totally yelling way earlier. I was uh, like, she pregnant. Finally, Chloe's like, oh. Yeah, come on, Chloe. Um, By the way, Chloe, you should be thinking about the fact that TJ's pregnant <laughs> off planet next time you decide to <laughs> recklessly go wild. Because, again, we mentioned, I don't know how many condoms are left on that ship. I hope she's got some sort of, like, you know, <laughs> permanent, uh, yeah. s- semi-permanent. A long-term birth control going on. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. I'm also the person that may not pick up on this. <laughs> It's me. But Chloe's so obsessed with this kind of stuff. I This is accurate. It's not like it's James. No. You know what I mean? This is true. I'm the person who he, he literally Grace have to come over to me going, by the way. There's a baby <laughs> coming. It's so, coming from my tummy. So TJ is 15 weeks along. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been on Destiny for just under 15 weeks. Do this did not happen on Destiny. Math. So no one knows. Mm-hmm. I like Chloe's like, eventually they will. Yeah. If you're four months along, you're going to start showing. <laughs> and she wasn't doing well on the ship, but out here she's doing great. And then Chloe asks about the father. And then for no reason at all, we no just reason. jump cut to young. No reason. None at all. <laughs> I do love that blatant <laughs> cut to young. I put it in all caps. Cut to young. <laughs> Cut to young. They found uh, some metal thing. James thinks it's a robot. Basically, this <laughs> yeah, scene that's right, yeah. is just here to show that Rush doesn't delegate shit. No. Young wants him to figure out what it is. Rush is like, I have hundreds of other things to do. And of course, he's not going to let anyone touch this device without him being here. So he's going to get to it when he gets to it. Or you could fucking delegate it to somebody else and then we could get to it sooner. Yeah, that would imply Rush trusts people. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just like, dude... There's just so much shit to do that it just needs to get done, okay? Like you gotta you gotta prioritize yep. and decide which projects are the least important. Yes. And just give those away. You gotta make a choice. Stop yelling at me, Grace. I'm not. I promise. I'm sorry. In my personal life. It's, a, it's okay. <laughs> On the planet, around the nightly campfire, mm-hmm. Scott sits down with Chloe. And they're apparently um, not only days away from heading back to the ship. She is absolutely not homesick. No. And she's actually starting to wonder if Dr. Kane is right. And it's not an accident that they found this planet. Yeah, I. 
I'm 100% on board. Again, it's like, I could go back to this ship and like fucking suffer for Mm -hmm. however long we're stuck on this ship. Or I could just live here and then just make a life out of living here. And she doesn't know if it was God or if it was some aliens powerful enough to build a planet. But maybe they also knew that they were in trouble. Yeah. And she stops in her tracks when behind Scott, she sees a beam of light shooting Mm -hmm. into the sky. Mm -hmm. As we cut to Scott reporting to Young, of course, it's coming from the obelisk. Where else? It's something like the whole thing came to life. Volker's trying to understand it. And why now and not when they arrive? Yeah. If it's like a beacon for someone to return to the planet. But if it is, the Destiny crew is not going to be here to find out. Yep. The next morning, Scott announces that it's time that they start breaking camp. Mm-hmm. It's almost time to start taking trips back to the ship with all of the bounty they've been gathering over the past month. And he tells Volker that you're not going to have time to keep figuring out that obelisk. Like, we have to start getting ready to make these trips because we were here it's to time. collect shit It's for time the we got to do this. Yeah, we had a job to do. Yeah, and some look not happy about this. Yeah, they're just like, I don't want to. And I can't blame them. No, I can't blame them for sure. Mm-hmm. Even if you, it's one of those things where it's like, even if you're like Greer and it's like, obviously we're going to go back to the planet. You still is like, boy, it fucking sucks to leave this you're place. You're like, yeah, it's like leaving vacation. Yeah, exactly. You're like, ah, oh, fuck. All As right. for the repair of the other shuttle, it's a yes and no again. Yes, the shuttle can fly left, right, up and down. But there's mm-hmm. still a lot of issues and it's never truly going to be fixed. Yeah. Little baby shuttle. In the cafeteria, James is... Getting just very excited for all the food coming their way. Yeah. Listing off the fruits and veggies. Mm-hmm. And Rush just looks sour in the corner. And it's not because his calculations are wrong or anything. Like, they soon will be leaving the system. And they will never know who created it or why. Yeah. And it's just, he can't have that mystery hanging there. The not knowing yeah. is the worst part. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, I... <sighs> I feel like if they were like, fine, you can go down there and learn it and they're going to kill you, you'd be like, worse. (laughs) Worse. I will die knowing. Yes. (laughs) JJ is sitting by the waterfall in tears. And at at camp, Scott is overseeing the breakdown. And he finally sees TJ showing up at camp's edge. And he's about to just kind of go get really blustered and annoyed and mad at her. Uh She took off without saying anything and they have stuff to do. But Chloe's like, how about you don't? Don't do this. Yeah. Just telling you, how about you don't right now? Yeah. She's thinking about staying here, Chloe tells him. Yep. A lot of people are, which can't be surprising because people are openly talking about it. Yeah. Which to Scott is crazy. Yeah. Scott's like, can't. It's not even something he considered. Like It's funny that he starts here. here. Yeah. Because he, again, he was like, what do you mean? Wait, what do you mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it just changes. And, well, we'll know the moment it changes here in a second. Yeah. Because I think there's a moment where the higher thing changes for him. I I think that the possibility of it hadn't struck him. No. When Chloe talks about it, the possibility goes in, but he's like, oh, but I have a duty, so it doesn't matter. And then. Yeah. So, um. He goes over to TJ and is like, we have to start moving. And TJ's like, I'm not fucking going. Yeah. And here starts the big conversation of this episode. Because you have some people who want to stay like TJ and I'm assuming Chloe. Because if they're going to be stuck somewhere that's not Earth, 
Why not, why not here, here? Yeah. Where there's endless food and water and they're healthier and they feel better and it's safer. Mm-hmm. And like, what if they're so what if there's sub-zero winters? We'll build better structures and yeah. then we could farm and we it's it's the ultimate homesteading. Yeah, it doesn't have to be the worst thing. No. Why can't it just be the best thing and then the end if it comes to that? And we'll then, do what we got to do. Exactly. And then there's others who want to stay like Cain, who starts to feel a little cultish here, who this wants to stay because he believes the aliens are coming and they will help get them home before you know, you, the winter even hits. I, I don't know that that helped you. And he believes this with his whole core. Yeah. Greer and Scott want to go back because first they were ordered to, mm-hmm. but also who knows if these aliens are going to help them. We We know... Oh, the chances on the ship. Yeah. We don't know the chances here. We are trespassing on someone's on yeah. someone's planet. Yeah. We're taking all the food and water back that we can because there's people depending on us. Mm-hmm. And obviously there are people here who have skill sets that are needed for those people on the ship to survive. Yeah. And even more importantly, the ship has a stargate. And so Scott truly believes that that Stargate is their best chance of getting home. It's the more conservative approach. Yes. As far as what's risky versus not risky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's it's funny. I recently sat down and really sort of looked at what core values are. Mm-hmm. And there's a part of me that was like, oh, no, I totally stay on the planet. But there's another part of me that realized one of my core values is like stability. Yeah. That's interesting. It's stability. And then you also go, yeah, you're going to be well fed, safer on this planet. But think of all the cool shit you could find out if you're on the ship. That's true. That's true. It really comes down to your priorities in life. And who's on that planet with me. Yes. That actually would go a long way. Who's on that planet with me. Yeah. Listen, if it's a bunch of people like Kane, nah. If it's <laughs> if it's me and husband Jesse, I'm like, bye. Yeah. We're just gonna do this until we die. Yep. We're gonna we're gonna what is it, Bill and uh what's his name from Last of Us? Oh yeah, Bill and uh, Frank. Bill and Frank. We're gonna Bill and Frank this. Yep. For as long as we can. So finally TJ admits to him that she can't go back because she's pregnant and she cannot stand the thought of raising a child on that ship and you can see it in scott's eyes the minute it changes the minute it changes also i want to take a moment here does she basically announce this to everyone there because she doesn't whisper it she doesn't whisper it and they don't walk away from the group that they were talking in she says it quietly enough and there's a bunch of people working that like maybe chloe heard i think everyone knows because i feel like you hear the word pregnant even as you're doing each other you're like uh-huh. Come again? That's like a that's like a word that you catch. Yeah, women. that's a word that just falls out of the sky when you hear it. When you're in that kind of quarters, yeah, yeah, yeah. With that yeah. group of people, you're like, hang on, somebody over there said pregnant. Who was fucking? Who fucking? You fucking? You two? Them two fucking? Them two? That would be my immediate thing. Scott was fucking TJ. When we already know Scott was fucking Chloe. He's just fucking everybody. And now he wants to stay. I would absolutely be starting the rumor on the planet. We 
later here, Scott's like, I haven't heard any rumors. That's because that's because all the rumors are about you, dude. Rumors are true. Okay. So that is the line in the sand for Scott. We yeah. we obviously know why, given the past we've learned of Scott. Mm-hmm. He radios young and tells them that they're in range. We can start ferrying trips back. But also there's 11 people who pretty much made their minds that they want to stay. And Young's like, no. I like that Young's like, Scott, you tell him that. I'm not telling them shit because I'm the one that the one. Yeah. Here's Square. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so, <laughs> Destiny. Young calls Rush and Ray and tells him about the 11 people, including TJ and Scott, who want to stay there. And that Scott had the nerve to ask Young to fly back to the planet and drop him off afterwards. That is pretty fucking ballsy. <laughs> can you be my Uber driver? Also, can you drop me back off? Yeah. Thanks. So apparently, Scott feels like he has an obligation to help the people on the planet survive. Obligation to help the baby. That's what I was going to say. When you say people, you mean... The baby. The baby to be. Uh-huh. I I love the the parents talking shit out thing that happens yeah. here where Rush suddenly turns into the you get those fucking kids yeah. in the van right now. <laughs> and, and Ray's like, look, it would suck, but like, I get it why they want to stay on a planet that sounds that nice. It's not like you can force them to come back. And Rush is like, yeah, I can. They can. Military yeah, force, can. motherfuckers. Yeah. They cannot afford to lose that many people at once and keep the ship functioning. You and I love the fact that 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 Rush is not. Oh, I would hate to lose these people. He's like, nah, this ship needs to keep functioning. Yeah, we need to not die. If we lose them, we die. Rush is not above Young dragging them back at gunpoint. Honestly, like yeah. you do what you need to do. I love this complete turn. Young is like, that's rich coming from you. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely is. (laughs) Mr. You shouldn't have guns. Crazy how now it's the best thing. Ray feels like it is important that these people have the right to make up their own decisions about the future. Yeah. And Young has to admit that sounds great, (laughs) but not all of them. Not not my guys. Not all of them get to. No, my guys came under this, came here with a certain assumption. On the planet, TJ comes in on the, on the shuttle after Scott shared the news with Young. He did not tell Young yeah. about, you know, her condition. Uh-huh. Dude, you can say it. Yeah. Not his place. You've had a baby. Yeah. Which I, I appreciate. He's like, that's not my place to tell him. No, I'm just saying, like, the fact that he's so gentle with yeah. her. It's like, you can tell her she's pregnant. She yeah. knows. She knows. She is fully it's aware. Okay. Yeah. Like, I appreciate him not telling Young and being like, that's up to you when yeah. you're going to do that or how you're going to do that or if you're going to do that. He's like, by the way, BT dubs, Young's the father, huh? Yeah. He's like, I've caught looks. Pretty sure no one else knows. There's no rumors or anything. because everyone. I'm not going to trust you're- Scott to know what's going on in the rumor mill. I'm sorry. He's just no. a little too not in it. That is asking me what's going on yeah. in the rumor mill. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I am you the, at least are like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, so I, I am at least know. fully acknowledging. I'm like, I don't know what the fucking gossip is. I don't know what the rumors are. I kind of don't care. Yeah. The anything I know is when someone literally acts, talks them at me. Yeah. And then I'm like. That's the difference. I feel like you're more like like a park where she's like, yeah. I don't give a shit. No. So I don't know. Yeah. 
you can tell me things. Literally, there's one person I might be telling. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm probably the one telling you. You're the you. person. <laughs> you're the one person uh, I would tell. So it's really great if you're the person telling me because yeah. you know that shit dies here. Well, and then it's good to have that because it's like, Nixie, I know something. I know something and I need to tell it. And you know, I. Let me seal it in this vault. Exactly. <laughs> I am where gossip goes to die. I love this. I need it. Otherwise, I would be in trouble so often. So um, Scott goes over and takes her hand and assures her that she is going to be okay. And Scott is not going to let anything happen to her. And yeah. they hug. And it's very, it's very... It's sweet, but I'm also like, come on, dude. He's like a little brother. You're he like, is. thanks, but I yeah. got this. Thanks. I got this. I'm, you know, also fully capable. I'm an adult. But I also feel that she's like, I've had this secret in for so long. It is nice to not be alone. Yes. So I feel like that's her this moment where it's like, I am very thankful that I am not the only one feeling this right now. But like, you don't have to stay for me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I do appreciate. I think what 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 he was trying to say is, hey, you're not alone. I'm yes. here if you want me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came across of I will take care of you I'm and your baby. I'm going to rescue you. Yeah, but I don't think that's what he meant. Yeah, it's just how it came across. Yeah, because, and I here's here's why because he didn't get to do that. Yeah, he for wants his the own chance. Kid. He wants the chance. Yeah, absolutely. So Rush and Brody stop young in the hallway mm-hmm. rush thinks he's mad because he's not only letting them stay he's like not all of them but you're also giving them a shuttle the damaged one and they're not sure if the shuttle's even gonna make it down to the planet he's like we're about to find that shit out right yep. now aren't we you know a little bit too young's like kind of excited to do this yeah 100 he's like this is gonna be fun and Rush wants to keep that shuttle in case they need it. And Young's like, I'm not leaving people on this planet Stranded. with fucking nothing. Uh, yeah, I want them to have a chance. Yeah, these are still people that we've had the last four months with, and I care about them. Yeah, a fighting but, chance. And Young has spoken. It is the way. Yep. I think this is a pretty good compromise. Yeah. Do I think this absolutely sucks for TJ? Yes. Yes. But it's a decent compromise. And, and you, I wish she should she would have said something when she was on the planet. Yeah. And you can see there's a lot more Rush would like to say, but he doesn't. Mm-hmm. For once. Yeah. Good for him. Scott comes into camp, says Young is coming down, which confuses everyone. And TJ's like, I fucking know it's about to happen. Yeah. I, I feel like if I was someone who wanted to stay on the planet and I heard that Young was on his way, I'd be like, I'm out. Bye. I'm go hide. You have to catch me Can't first. Can't you to find me. <laughs> I've been here for a month, baby. <laughs> you know where to go. Oh, yeah. Um, Young is a pretty bumpy ride through the atmosphere, but eventually he does make it. It seems pretty clear that that shell is not going back up into space again anytime soon. Yeah. Everyone is very nervous mm-hmm. as Young comes into camp. And he asks if anyone's changed their minds about staying. No one has. He goes, cool. So here's the deal. Yeah. This damaged ship, I'm leaving this here. Mm-hmm. You can use it for shelter, for power, short flights around the planet. You can fuck in it. I don't care. Exactly. It's going to give you a fighting chance in winter comes. Mm-hmm. And Kane tries to thank me. He's like, I'm not done yet. Don't thank me yet. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. I will leave it here on one condition. All military returns with me to destiny. Yeah. 
everyone reacts then. Everyone is just kind of like... This is also why I think that everyone now knows that TJ's pregnant yeah. because they all kind of have a reaction to this. And he goes, reject that. And everyone comes back with force. Mm. And Scott's thrown. And TJ knew this was coming, but it doesn't hit her any softer. No. And many people raise their issues with this plan. Um, even Scott admits that some people don't feel safe on the ship. And Young's like, of course they fucking... Who feels safe on that ship? No. Come on. Nobody feels safe on the ship. <laughs> it's not an excuse. This isn't a safe ship. That's not why we're arguing. No. Yeah. And Kane again says he believes that they were brought here for a reason. And whoever built this place would provide for them. And that this is our best chance of getting home. And Young has nothing to say to that. But He's like, okay. That's nice. That's not what this conversation's <laughs> nope. about. Yeah. So what's it going to be? Yeah. Where's the first person to be like, let's go. I was always ready. Let's go. Either wanting to go or be simply because his commanding officer told him so. Yeah. It, it's, conversation's done. He's not her. here to fight. Yeah. There's a number of scientists that are also quick to join, like Morrison. Um, others go and stand with Kane. Scott and TJ and Chloe don't move. Yeah. Fuck. And Young tells Scott that, look, he completely understands wanting to stay here out of an obligation to these people and keeping them safe. He respects that. Mm -hmm. He gets it. But there's a bunch of people on that ship who didn't have a choice. And they also deserve Scott's obligation of protection. Yeah. This next part, I'm so angry about. So Scott, you can see, is wrestling with this. Yeah. He doesn't know what to do. And I honestly think if TJ had made a different decision, then Scott would have backed her. Yeah, I, I think here's here's the thing, right? Because we go to TJ next. Yep. And and then Young's like, the ship needs you. Yeah. If you don't have all the information, my man. No. You don't have all the information. And you watch her sit there. Think about it. And then she fucking eats it. She, she eats, eats it. the information. I would have absolutely shared it all with him and be like, now make the choice, motherfucker. Yeah. Now make it. Because you also have this going through TJ's head. TJ knows Young enough. Here's the thing. I, you know, Young, Greer would help. Yeah. Bring those people back to the yeah. ship. I just wish she'd put him on the spot to make that choice that she's having to make. Yeah. That he's not even fucking aware of. Nope. That he's completely oblivious to, cannot appreciate the fucking difficulty of what she's going through. I really wish she'd put him on the spot because guess what, motherfucker? Yeah. This is on you too. This is on you too. This is your situation as well. And I would have just outed everything. I've been like, we're having a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to have him on this planet. Yeah. And left it there. And you, I am She's surprised. such a better human being than I me. am surprised that she walks and then stops and turns around because I would have just kept walking onto yeah. the shuttle, not trusting myself if my Not to, stopped. yeah, yeah. I would have, I would have just blown everything up right there. Yeah. I'm pregnant with your baby. <laughs> remember that, remember, remember that last time we fucked? Yeah, remember consequences? They're here. <laughs> The consequences of our actions. Yeah. So the shuttle docks with Destiny. And while people are coming, 
the people on the ship are very happy to see everyone. Oh, poor food. Eli is like, welcome home. I know. So everyone coming off this ship looks like dead man walking. And you have limited time to make trips. You people better go faster. There's a shit ton of food. You yeah. people need to turn that shit around like you've never turned something around Keep and get back moving. out there. Mm-hmm. And we see Chloe come back and he's like, welcome back. And like, doesn't even fucking acknowledge You know what? Presence. This isn't TJ's fault, Chloe. Be nice. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing his best. 100%. Dude, you you guys were close friends. And you, you got to spend four weeks on a planet relieved from the shit that he's been living in this whole exactly. time. Say hi mm-hmm. after a month. To your friend. To your friends. Ugh. Also... The hair is telling. Yeah. TJ's put her hair back up in her normal do. Yeah. After God being damn down it. For most of the episode. Yeah. Mm. And the ship jumps back into FTL. Bye. And Ray's having big, difficult feelings in the observation lounge. Mm-hmm. Young finds Rush in his room, carving chess pieces. I'm surprised she didn't stay with them. I'm surprised she didn't get on a shuttle. <laughs> See you guys. Bye. Hash it out, idiot. Um, Young is sorry that he didn't get his wish to find aliens advanced enough to build a solar system that he could finally have a decent conversation with. Yeah. <laughs> Which I love. I love this. The zing. I love the zing and I love that Rush is like, I don't even have anything to say to that. Yeah, because he's not wrong. No. I'm sorry I read your mind yeah. and that you think you're better than everyone. And then he walks away. Yeah. After saying, you know, I enjoy chess too. I do love that part. Yeah. He does put out a little baby Olive Blanche. I think those, I can see them playing chess in the evenings. Yeah. And like, it's like their truce time. Yeah. Yeah. This is the one time we don't yell we at don't each other. We don't talk about Bruno. Yeah. We're just playing chess. We just play chess. You and I can see them, literally no words being said. Yeah, they they just arrive. They play chess. It's it it's it's mind games in a good way. Yeah, mind games. No words are said. And it's just silence. It's therapy. It's like it if they had a racquetball court, they'd yes. just be out grunting at each other. Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, in the hallway, Scott finds Young. Mm-hmm. Um, Young's like, can we not do this now? And because mm. you may not be hungry because you just had like a month on a planet with a bunch of food. But fucking Thanksgiving is happening down the can, hallway. Can we please feel good for a minute? And I want to go eat. Yeah, I just want to feel good for one minute. And yeah. Scott is fighting with this idea that what if they were meant to stay there? Yeah. And that that was our lifeline and we let it go. It doesn't matter. There's no point in thinking about it now. That's what Young says. He's like, we can't pretend to answer that. Yeah. Because he's like, I don't know. I, I might be wrong, but I did this now. But now I'm going to go eat food. Yeah. So I walk away. Yeah. The choice is already made. I yeah. get where Scott's coming from, but talking about it doesn't change the choice. The choice is no. done. And what might be the best day ever on this ship? You know they're saving as much food yeah. as they can for as long as they can, but God damn it, a feast is good for morale. Yeah. And everyone is happy and smiling and laughing and loving life. Except for TJ. And then there's TJ in tears in the infirmary with a hand on her belly. Fuck. The saddest. The saddest. Little. The little baby cult leader that almost was. Yep. That's the baby. That's the baby. She's the immaculate conception. That's the baby that comes from it. 
This is a planet I bore for you. I don't know how immaculate of a conception that was. But if if the dad never existed on the planet, think about this. Think about that planet. If she had stayed there and they yeah. all stayed there and, and whatever's in the obelisk doesn't kill them. Yeah. Think about this planet in 200, 300 years. Oh, gotcha. See what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, because trust me, that father was there at conception. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, this is how it starts. Yeah. This is how religion starts. Yeah. Anyway. Next up. <gasps> if Grace didn't love this episode enough. Oh, my God. The next episode is called Human. Mm! Little baby humans. And We're just out here. We'll be a big fan of this episode. Thankfully... Our dudes are still playing magic. I can hear it. And we can watch the next episode because you're going to want to watch it. You might yell in excitement a few times. I'm ready. Let's go do it. This was a really good episode. I fucking loved it. It's going to be in my SGU top five. Yeah, it's a good episode. Um, And we'll see you guys next week with Human. Are we human or are we dancing? And again, if you are someone who loves and finds these types of conversations where the crossroads between science seems harsh, but um, between faith and religion and answers and science and all that kind of stuff in the universe, interesting. Read some fucking Carl Sagan in your future. And until then, you can find us on Twitter at Terra Podcast. You can find us at Facebook. There's no place like Terra. You can email us at there's no place like Terra at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash there's no place like Terra. Read us, like us, review us, wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, we love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.